0: You're tuned in to Chats with Cat, where I catch up with my fellow millennials every week to discuss topics related to culture, relationships, self-improvement, and everything in between. The most authentic way of building true connections is by being vulnerable and sharing your own unique perspectives. So let's start right here, right now. Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Chats with Cat i hope you're all doing great i hope you're all grateful and happy to be alive (laughs) i say that because i think i'm just like super aware of mortality right now um this past week i found out that a young lady that i had the pleasure of getting to know here in miami passed away her name was christelle and um she was my age and she died tragically in a car accident and finding out about her death fucked me up i'm not gonna lie it just um it kind of like rattled me and reminded me that life is just so fragile and that my youth alone will not guarantee tomorrow you know i can eat healthy and exercise and do all of that and when it's my time to go it's my time to go i mean I'm praying to the universe that I have many 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 more years left on this planet but you know just you know knowing her and knowing how young she was and the fact that she had so many goals and aspirations and that she was well on her way to do really great things and that she was a mom really um it just jolted me it really jolted me and reminded me that every second is a gift and um that's just where my head has been at I just feel like everything that I I've been trying to do is like super intentional and I'm trying to root myself in presence and you know just taking every single moment as a real blessing and not you know just casually just live my life and not have that in the back of my mind you know so yeah um I want to dedicate this episode to her I want to dedicate this episode to Christelle because Christelle was such a a sweetheart she was such a good spirit and she was just one of those girls that loved to be around other people and never made me feel she was a model and she never made me feel like oh I'm a model I'm like you know Look at me, or I'm so much better than you, or so much prettier than you. Like, she was so humble and she was so beautiful inside and out. And I want to dedicate this episode to her because I want to talk about women's empowerment. And I know that that's something that she tried to embody because she has a daughter who is, you know, a little girl. And I'm sure that everything that she did was to make her daughter's life better. And In my eyes, what I do and what I am passionate about, which is empowering women and girls, is essentially for her kid. It's for little girls like her daughter, Amira, and little girls who haven't even been born yet. And my future babies who may be girls too, you know, it's just... Yeah, I just want to dedicate this episode to her. So, there is no official definition for the term empowerment, but I like that the World Bank described it to be the process of increasing the capacity of individuals or groups to make choices and to transform those choices into desired actions and outcomes. I really like that because when looked at exclusively in terms of women, it's, it, it just it sparks something in me because I have grown up being very cognizant of the fact that, unfortunately, women and, and girls... In this country and across the world, honestly, tend to be at risk for being marginalized, for being targeted, for being discriminated against, for for a lot of things that, that play insidious roles in the lives of, of women and girls every single day. And I, for whatever reason, just knew that this was something that I wanted to go into Before I even knew that it was a thing, I just always found myself defending girls when I was in elementary school. And as I grew older, I always advocated for them, whether it was in in, in drives and trying to come up with things in school, creative things. And then when I got to college and I took... A human rights course. I was like, wow, human rights. I didn't know that this was like an actual thing. And then, once I got really into it, I was like, oh, women's rights. Oh my God, like this is an actual field. This is a subgroup. This is a specialization. And then I realized that this is what I was meant to do. This is what I love. And then, you know, I got to know other women who are really passionate about it as well. And now this is this is what I love. This is this is what I was born to to be a part of. And in my own way, you know, through my website and just in my everyday actions I try to embody that I try to embody the the uplifting women and, and girls and trying to you know form a sisterhood or just be somebody who seems approachable and who seems like she can and will give women the resources that they need if she has them and for little girls just try to be a woman that they can look up to and that they can in some ways aspire to be in their own way i mean i say that in the most humble way i mean i know that i don't have everything figured out or anything like that but i mean for example when i go to dominican republic and i go to the barrio that my father grew up in and that my grandmother's still in and i connect to those little girls who look up to me and who know me who look forward to my trips over there they look at me as being a woman a young woman that they that they hope to be like and and I just don't like I go over there and I'm flashy or anything, but it's just that I'm doing things. I, I'm i living my life. I am free. I went to school. I have curly hair. You know, it's just just they look up to me for so many different things and that's all I want to be for them. And if they ever needed something, I would hope that I have the resources for the rest of my life to say, hey, I got you. Don't worry you know what I mean, even though they're so far away. But I mean, that's just one example. But I hope to embody that in my everyday in the United States, wherever I travel to, you know. So going back to the fact that women and girls tend to be the most at risk groups, according to the Huffington Post, every hour, 48 girls and women are raped as a weapon of war in Congo. Every day, three women are killed by their male partners in the United States. And it is estimated that over 100 million female fetuses have been killed, aborted, or neglected to die just because they were girls, not for any other reason except that. So that already goes to show you that there there's clearly a disadvantage across the board here when it comes to women and girls. I'm not saying that, that women and girls are always subject to, to terrible things, but unfortunately, the way that the world is set up right now, women and girls tend to be targeted and tend to be the most at risk when when we look at every country i mean it's just the way that it is and those are pretty alarming statistics and i mean really if you just look at it at the micro level girls are usually the ones prohibited from attending school or have their brother's educations take priority over theirs or when we look at when a woman when a teenage girl gets pregnant She's the one that's that's expected to give up everything to take care of this child, to give up her schooling, to give up her career, or not to give it up. But there's like no, there's no assistance for her because it's always all well, the woman. She's supposed to do this or do that, and it's like the men get by on everything. And I, this is not like a, a podcast episode that's going to be you know dedicated to hating men. But I think you guys know where I'm going with this. The fact is that women and girls just have to try harder in this world to get to get ahead or to survive that's just the way that it is in the case of my family my grandmother and great-aunts were not allowed to finish high school they were expected to quit school in the ninth grade to go work and to provide for the family and their brothers got to go to school and that's just the way that it was and my grandmother has told me stories and she had so many aspirations as she grew up and there was actually an art school that opened up in her campo and she asked my great-grandpa if she could go and he said absolutely not he barred her and told her that she needed to get to work and it's not like she was doing easy work by the time she was like a teenager she was going away she wasn't living at home anymore she's being sent away to be an in-house maid for rich people in dominican republic and her brothers got so chill You know, that's just, again, that's just one example, but this just goes to show you that in my life, I have women that were subject to this discrimination in their own families and it was just because it's a societal norm. It's something that was acceptable and still is acceptable in a lot of ways when we look at developing nations and and just at-risk communities and low-income areas, but, you know, the reason why I think that the concept of empowering women is so important is because There's just so much work that needs to be done. There's just so much work that needs to be done. I mean, oh my God, where do we even start? We can talk about what sexual abuse, sexual harassment, rape. We can talk about so many different aspects of women needing assistance to move up when it comes to education, when it comes to sexual um, education, when it comes to career advancements, when it comes to just being safe, period. There's just so many different avenues that one can take when it comes to this. And, you know, in my own way, like I said, I I do it through highlighting amazing women via my platform and trying to direct whatever attention I have to them in hopes that they'll, you know, get opportunities their way or, or get attention that they need in order to feel encouraged and inspired and to feel like they should keep going in whatever it is that they're doing because that's another thing and that's the way that I have chosen to empower women is by trying to find a way to encourage women to pursue their passions to to not let society tell them that what they love to do is not important in whatever way it is that they're doing it right so one thing that I've noticed is that there's no right or wrong way to do this as long as it comes from a really genuine place, right? Like I said, there's so many different avenues you can take because there's just so much help that needs to be given out. It's in everything. It's in everything that you do, no matter what you do. If it's coming from a place of, I want to encourage my fellow sisters to feel like they're part of A bigger group here like they're safe like they have a bond like they have opportunities like they can look to me for for guidance or anything like that that's that's okay and one thing that I have noticed recently is that the concept of empowering women is becoming a little bit of like a a catchy phrase like a trigger phrase like people easily get attention because of that because it seems like you know has really good intentions but unfortunately a lot of people are taking it out of context and using it as a way to manipulate people to get money to get sponsorships to get something out there that is more selfish than it is giving and that's the part that hurts me because like I said there's just so much work that needs to be done I just can't believe that any woman would try to make it about herself or try to put up a facade as if she is empowering other women when in reality it's just you know for appearances or anything like that and when I think about the little girls and the my you know my fellow women out there who really need help or could use some encouragement or use some type of opportunity and would really benefit from it I can't imagine choosing to not extend true help and genuine intention you know so that's the one thing that i have noticed that is becoming more prevalent but like many things it's better to focus on the good and the the realness in the world as opposed to you know all of the hype because you know obviously those things tend to show themselves in in their true ways like because like most things when when you do something that's not coming from a genuine place, people end up finding out. So I just think that because of social media and stuff, it's becoming easier to put up a front like you're one person because people don't really see you in action and they don't really keep up with the effects of it in real life. And I just think that for those of us, for those of us women who are genuinely invested in this and who who feel this in our hearts and who, who, who are dedicated to fighting for the betterment of our sisters we we need to stand up and be proud and be loud and 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 just live live our true selves out because we're needed we're need, We're so needed in society and um, I just really feel like it's an important time to just take control of it of, of the movement and make sure that we that we keep it solid and that we keep it rooted in something true because you know I actually a few months ago I was having a conversation with one of my girlfriends who's married and um, she's also very invested in women's empowerment and she's a part of many nonprofits and clubs and different things but I was talking and her husband kind of chimed in and was like, you know, what is what does this term even mean? Everybody uses it, but like what does it even mean? Like there's so many people who use it who aren't doing anything. And at the time, I couldn't even argue back. And I still can't at this very moment because it's true. There's a lot of groups and people who are just using that as a way of garnering, like I said, just they're just doing it for their own selfish motives, not because of the real impact that they hope to make. So I think that for us women who are invested in our own ways and whatever way that we are trying to impact the world and, and our communities, we need to do it full heartedly. We need to do it. 100%, and we need to make sure that we're out there and that we're present. We can't let other people kind of overrule this, you know? And I just want to reiterate the fact that there is no right or wrong way. I actually saw this video a few days ago that kind of pissed me off. It was this girl, and I don't know her name, honestly. She has about like half a million followers, and she's some kind of like social media marketing branding expert guru or whatever but she's pretty young she's probably like my age like 25 or something and it was like a really aggressive video of her saying that she hates women's empowerment seminars and conferences because they don't do anything like what do they even do they don't give opportunities they don't do this they don't do that and I didn't like it because the tone that she was saying it in was almost as if she assumes that every woman is mentally ready and 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 is in a place where they can hundred percent execute their ideas and as if every woman has somebody in their life that's going to encourage them or that they like they always have the encouragement within themselves to keep going and that's not that's not always the case Um, I think it's very important for women to come together to, to extend opportunities where women can actually make money and keep it you know within our groups and stuff like that because we rise economically and stuff but we also have to understand that there's a lot of women that are not in the mental space right now and don't have the clarity right now to find that that fire within themselves. So by sharing your stories, by creating movements, by creating groups, by creating collectives, by creating projects, by by doing things in real life that don't necessarily convert to, to dollars for other people, that doesn't mean that it's invalid. And and i want that to be something we also keep at the forefront because there's no reason we should be shaming each other in the way that we decide to go out there and help other people there's that that's wrong that's absolutely shitty and i don't care how many followers you have or whatever like that's not the right approach here we all have different experiences we all need different things and like i have said on this podcast before it is important to do what you do and to say what you what you feel because you never know who may be needing that That encouragement or those words or you never know what women will respond to your voice and your project because we all absorb information differently and it all makes sense and fits in different pieces in our brain so if you want to go out there and go to a slut walk and you feel like you're empowering women then go for it if you want to create um, a book club where you guys just read books that share the experiences of women in different socioeconomic statuses or just that biographies memoirs whatever go for it if you want to put together a loan or if you want to distribute microloans to to different communities in different areas and that's also empowering women if you want to give shoes to women in different places that's empowering women if you want to spread sex ed education that's empowering women if you feel like empowering women also means showing your body online and encouraging women to feel comfortable in their skin, that's empowering women. Whatever it is that you feel is your way of reaching women, that is that is valid and that is your way. And there's nothing wrong with it as long as it comes from a real place and not for anything that's selfish. The only thing that, that would be selfish in this way is just the feeling that you get. Like if you're addicted to the feeling of, of making other people happy, like, okay, great, be as selfish as you want in that way. But if it's because you're trying to get something else out of it, then that's fucked up and that's that's where it gets a little bit weird. But yeah, I just feel like it's really important for us to to stay rooted in this and to keep this going and to not let anybody begin to pervert the way that it's perceived, you know? And I just think about little girls who are coming up and who are gonna be our age in the next ten years, fifteen years and they deserve a world where they can feel powerful. Like a lot of us do feel powerful because we've had the opportunity to grow up in a society where women are not discriminated against in the same way that they are in other places. Like we can actually sue companies here for discrimination and stuff. And I mean, that gets very complicated and and convoluted when we look at like the actual like specifics and stuff but in a general sense women here can do whatever they want if they put their minds to it you know so we have to make sure that every woman everywhere gets this opportunity and that we use our platforms that we use our resources to extend that and not just you know amass it for ourselves so yeah that's what I wanted to say that's that's what i wanted to say just go out there and be be a badass woman so that other women can be inspired by your badassery (laughs) because that's how it works by you living your life and shining you will attract other women who need that light and by you gleaming and glowing and and prospering you will encourage other women to do the same and even better is when you're able to extract that prosperity and fund something intentionally, you know, in whatever way you can. And that's just my two cents about women's empowerment. I hope that it's making sense to you and that you know where I'm coming from. Because again, like, this is just a chat with me. This is just me kind of throwing out my my ideas and my thoughts out there. I'm, I don't know. I just wonder if any of you women out there think about this too. So yeah. I I read this quote by my favorite woman ever, Rihanna, and I love it. It's, there's something so special about a woman who dominates in a man's world. It takes a certain grace, strength, intelligence, fearlessness, and the nerve to never take no for an answer. And that's exactly what we'll need to do in order to get by in this crazy, crazy world. But I have no doubt we'll do it. We're already tearing down these walls and and shifting mentalities and nothing can stop us at this point so yeah continue living your life and continue shining we will chat next week thank you for tuning in and Christelle this episode is for you girl don't worry your little girl is gonna grow up in a better world okay we got you that was this week's episode I really hope you all enjoyed it if there's anything you would like to chat about, send an email to chats at and I'll make sure to get back to you. You can keep up with me in between episodes by following CatLantXO, that's C-A-T-L-A-N-T-X-O on Twitter and Instagram. If you haven't yet, go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. I'm sending you all lots of love, light, and good vibes. We'll chat next week.